Your identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set you free. Change is inevitable. Therefore, when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, don't be afraid to climb up it again. This time, speaking to it, mountain move and taking everything you've learned in the last season to venture further than no eyes have seen or ears have heard who you will become. And the only reason you will have to look back is to see how far you've come. Keep going. Whatever you do, just keep going. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and thank you for tuning in to season two of Naked and Exposed, the podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to this episode, which is technically the last episode of season two. I know, I know, I know, I know. But there's a possibility that I would drop an episode on the 22nd. So just stay tuned. But how are you guys doing? It has been an amazing journey these past, what is it, six months? November, December, January, February, March, five and some change. (laughs) It's been a fun journey, you guys, like up this mountain in this season, knowing that all we have to do is use everything we have been learning to keep going further than we've imagined. Like God will do abundantly and exceedingly more than we can think or ask. And it's not this notion that God will do what we fleshly desire, but we know that the word says that God says that I will give you the desires of your heart. But the truth is, the only way for God to really give us the desires of our heart is that one, we must know God as a father. And in return, when we know God for who he is, we can see us for who we are. And when we see who we are through him, we begin to have his desires. So essentially the desires that he gives us, the, the, him giving us the desires of our heart is really the desires that he wants for us because we are in communion and relationship with him and we want his will. And he says, I can do all. Th-. When we say like when Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, though Paul was talking about this notion that he knew what it was like to have money and what it was like to not have money. And through it all, doing the will of the Lord, the Lord still provided and was still there. It pertains to us in this notion that when it is in the will of the Lord, when it is a part of the assignment that is on our life, God has already made the provision. He's already gone before us to prepare the way. He's already, he's sending angels, Okay to take charge over the situations. And all we have to do is get in a place of worship and get in a place of prayer and not be religious, not be religious, not allow religion to suffocate us, you guys, but allowing ourselves to have a relationship and to flow with the Holy Spirit. If God says, speak, you speak. If God says, go, you go. If God says, be quiet, you 
be quiet. We be quick to listen, so to speak, so to anger type of people. That we are, if you read the Old Testament, that we're a Moses generation, that we're a David generation, that we're a Daniel generation, that we're an Esther generation, that we're a, a insert whatever prophet of old, person of old, individual of old that God used to advance his kingdom, that we will be those that do not shrink back. We will be one of those that keep moving forward in faith, that keep moving forward into the unknown with peace because we've taken time to understand the nature of God and knowing that when we're constantly connected with it to his nature and in his presence, we find rest and not just physical rest, but internal, mental, and spiritual rest that we will not be moved, that we will not be shaken, that we are deeply rooted with all that is going on to distract us in this world. We are a people that is deeply rooted who will not allow our roots to be uprooted. We won't. We will not be unstable in all of our ways. We will not be the double-minded man who gets tossed to and fro. We will be like the tree planted by the water. We will be diligent and hearken to the instruction and the voice of the Lord. We will be obedient. The time is now, you guys. If there hasn't been a louder clarion horn call than ever before, the time is now for us to get it together, to swallow our pride, to walk in humility, to humble ourselves, to fast and pray, to seek the Lord to turn from our wicked ways so that he can hear from heaven and heal our land. He can heal us because he's calling us as the body of Christ to really start to charge the way. And some of us have been, you know, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, guys, tomorrow is today. And the Bible says, really, like, you know, there's not, you're not supposed to be anxious for nothing. One, but I'll say like, Do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough troubles of its own, but it is arrogant to think that it is okay to put off what you could do today, tomorrow. Open up your Bible. Ask the Lord to reveal to you his truth. Ask the Lord to guide you. Invite the Lord in. And read his word to get a better understanding of who he is. Ask the Lord to encounter you. Start tuning into some into individuals that are healthy and that are speaking the truth. And what is truth? Truth is predicated on the word of God. The word of God is always true. And that's why it's also imperative that you study to test yourself approved so that you can discern and judge truth when it comes in the aspect of is this person speaking truth? But because you also have a history, have history and have a relationship with the Lord, you're not swayed when you find out that a person is who is in the spotlight who has a platform that's actually being influenced by the playground of darkness. You won't be swayed. Disappointed? Sure. 
I would definitely be disappointed as well because there is a standard in which we as individuals in the body of Christ must stand in. There is a standard once we come to salvation, it's now time to walk out our sanctification. And there is a standard in which we as individuals in the body of Christ should live by. We should live by the standard of God to know that he's coming back for a spotless and a blameless bride and to know the church as a body of individuals collectively We make up the church and God is coming back for us and he will find us spotless and blameless. He will find us with pure hearts and surrendered devotion and dove eyes towards him. He will. Like our identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set us free. It's this notion that we all have had a broken story, that it is our identity that the enemy is after. But once we come to know our identity in Christ, God will use it to help pull others through. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. He will use it to pull us through for the sake of the people that need us, who God is allowing us to be a vessel for. Do you hear me? Your identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set you free. You guys have echoed this all of season two and really season one. There is no mistake too great to keep you away from the love of God. Love covers a multitude of sin. But the truth is, is once you know better, you do better. And once God reveals himself to you, you believe it and you run with it and you do not allow your shame, your guilt, your condemnation to take you out. Shame and guilt is not conducive to the nature of God. Like It is not who God is and he doesn't want us to wallow in it. Yes, he wants us to acknowledge what we have done to repent and to turn from the wickedness if that is what in that moment was wicked but if you're living under a cloud of guilt and a a cloud of shame you guys you gotta you got to learn how to heal and to not keep repeating the same old habit And when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, when you find yourself back at a new beginning or in, a, in, a, in, a, in an area in which you know you could have overcome already, you take everything you've learned because that's a lesson, that's wisdom is to take what you know, the truth of what you have learned about who God is, about who you are, about where you're going because of who you are in him and you venture further. You, you, you tell that mountain, get out my way. You will not hold me down. You will not hold me back. Fear, you got to bow. Doubt, you got to bow. Insecurity, indecision, you have to bow. You speak to it with your faith and you tell it to get out of your way. And you keep going. 
You use everything you have been learning. You like you guys. It is imperative that we be a people that applies what we learn. It, it, we must use wisdom by being a people of application and not just a people of knowledge who indulge in the content but never utilize it. The only time you will have to look back is to see how far you've come. Before you know it, you won't even recognize yourself. You won't respond the way you once respond. You won't get upset the way you once got upset. The words that come out of your mouth will be different. Your perspective will be different. Because when you're on this journey of becoming to look more and more like Christ, your old man, once has already died when you went down in Christ with um your old self and rose back up in Christ. Um, for example, when you're getting baptized, the old man dies and the new man comes up. It's like you are no longer who you once were. <laughs> Like, that's the truth. You you aren't. Sure, well, there'll be days that you may make a mistake and respond in a way in which you thought was already changed. It's possible. But that's where we must stay humble. That's why we must stay submitted. That's why we must stay committed. But you got to think about it. Like, it took 20-something years for you to build, turn, become who you are today. Pain and all, ugliness and all, uh, and it's going to take some time to get the residue off. And so you have to give yourself grace. And that's why you can't look back out of shame and guilt, out of condemnation, out of thinking the past is better than where you're headed. You can't. You got to keep going. You got to keep showing up. You got to keep pushing your feelings to the side. You have to learn balance. And that's the balance of it all. It's learning how to find balance, understanding that everybody's not going to like you, understanding where you may be bold to some and blunt to others, but it is not your job to try to make people understand some plants, some water, but it's God who does the increase. If your heart is pure, if your motives are pure, if you're speaking out of a pure place, if you are walking in understanding you're walking in gentleness you're walking in kindness you're walking in the fruits of the spirit love you're walking in peace you're walking in joy and your hope is to help another person understand and don't get me wrong like I this is an area that I have to work on because I can be extremely wise or extremely prophetic to some degree or may have this gift of discernment of spirits between good and evil I can sometimes be more critical than understanding or I can be more intellectual than allowing myself to have see through the lens of God and it can cause more harm than good but thank God for grace thank God for redemption thank God for repentance thank God that I can acknowledge it and turn from it and thank God that I can give it to God and let him know, like, God, I need you in this. I can't do it on my own. Like, I don't want to do it on my own, even though our flesh tries to be judge, our flesh tries to be God. And that is why we must build our spirit, man, so that it can be stronger than the flesh. I can't do it without God. I fail every time. 
And I have to keep coming back to people and be like, I apologize. I have to learn how to say, well, thank you for your perspective. I respect it. It will make me look at this differently without just no, 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 or debating or rebuttaling. And again, it's it's a work in progress. And nine out of 10 times when you come in contact with somebody who really frustrates you, it's sometimes because they are giving you a reflection of an area in which you too need to work on. And that's the beauty of this process. <laughs> that is the beauty of this process. So I'm not going to hold you guys today. I love you guys. I'm excited about what God is doing amongst all of this. I know that you will be fine, that the hand of God is covering you, and that I just challenge you to pray that you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear the Lord. I just encourage you to read Psalms 23 and 91 over your life. I just encourage you to heed with wisdom. And know that there's a future that God has planned for you. And it is one of knowing him for the truth of who he is so that he can use you for his purpose. Because after all, we are just vessels put here on this earth to manifest God's glory and God's glory only. All right, you guys, I'm not going to be like, we'll see you next season. There will be an episode next week. So I will talk to you guys next week. Hello.